Alright everybody, welcome back to this week's episode of your Buckbuster podcast where we talk about everything and anything hockey. I'm Kyle, surrounded by my three co-hosts. How's it going? What's up? Alright, with the, uh, we all know, with the playoffs still being in full swing here, pretty much at this point, we're going into the third round, just waiting on this final game between Carolina and the Rangers tomorrow night. Um, I have this, I was watching this uh, YouTube video from Jeffy, I think he's the only one here that knows him. His name is Post Pros Productions, his name is Neil. He had done a video a couple days ago where he said, what if the NHL went back to the original one versus eight playoff format instead of, you know, the divisional and the, you know, the wild cards? Which that's kind of, that's what, kind the, of what they do, theoretically, because... I mean, yes and no, but like... I say they only I, tell... I have, I have the, the standings pulled up here, and like there'd been a lot of different matchups. Uh, Florida would still have been facing Washington in the first round, but Carolina would have been facing Pittsburgh. Ooh. I mean... That would have been a good matchup. Well, but at the same time, it's like, why does the bottom of the barrel team deserve a spot in the playoffs like that? That's like saying Buffalo Sabres, when they've sucked for the last 12 years, More saying, longer. hey, look, congratulations, you guys suck and you get a playoff spot. That, that's almost uh, where you can then go back into the debate of like what the NBA does. Like The top, exactly. six, top six teams automatically go to the playoff spot, and then... Uh, that you know, spot seventy-nine, uh, seven through ten, will battle their way into exactly. the first round. That's I'll, what I, I'll, like I'll, be, I'll be honest. That's what I love about. I don't watch a lot of basketball, but that's what I love about the NBA is they make their teams fight for that playoff spot. Because I used to know you the know? OHL already does the one through eight. Like, yeah, they, they, they do. They do the normal one to eight. And uh, another match we would have seen. We've seen this one multiple times. We would have seen another rematch between Toronto and Boston. I've seen that for what, the third time in what four years, five fourth, years, fourth time. Five years. I think it'll be the fourth five. time. Fourth? Okay. There's like two or three years in a row. Three. That's what I thought. That's why I thought it was. They played Mike in thirteen, and then they played what seventeen and eighteen. Nineteen. Eighteen. Nineteen. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. and then the other one we would have seen would have been Tampa Bay versus. Um, sorry, Tampa Bay versus the Rangers would have been the other. One. Ooh, that would have been a good series. But Tampa would have swept them. I mean, them. I don't think they would have swept No, they fuck no. Tampa, there's no way. It would have been six. I'm going seven. Because the way the Rangers have been. Look at, the Carolina, look at them in Carolina. They're going oh, to seven. Yeah. We all thought Carolina was going to take them in five. He, he's the other thing. You know, the Blue Coats are already so tough at MSG. Like, they would have put up a fight in games three and four. Yeah. So, or assuming that, you know, the, the Lightning have a home ice advantage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, over in the West, it would have been the same thing still. You know, the first play and the last. Colorado still would have been playing Nashville regardless of what would have happened there. But Minnesota would have been playing Dallas instead of what was it? Calgary played Dallas. Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota may have had a, Well, Minnesota may have had a chance, but Dallas, again, they're one of those teams everybody underestimates. Well, and that's the difference for you going into the COVID short season. Well, yeah. you said, oh, yeah, they're going to take seven. Okay, because stupid. they had three playoff runs in a row, and I said they're going to sink like a ship. I mean, you were right. And nobody though, believed were... me because they went yeah. three playoff consecutive playoffs in a row. I mean, nobody expected the reigning Stanley Cup runner-ups to be. That's what, well, the biggest the reason place. why I said Dallas is. And then fast forward to this year when Montreal went from second to last. Yeah. In matter of fact. <laughs> well, it's not surprised, though, with them. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they weren't surprised. They were Cinderella run and a half when, yeah. they, when they went to the the biggest reason I Harry Price, you mean Cinderella, right? Yeah. Big. The biggest reason I said Dallas taking a low spot because every team has that sinking point, and Dallas <clears> being <throat> that good three years in a row, there's a point where every team will, can, and will sink, 
And that's what I thought for the shortened season because Dallas just doesn't, you know, you can't play shortened season without taking that risk. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, yes, Dallas is a good functional team, but at the same time, it's like, okay, it's a shortened season. Are they going to blow up like they did the last three years, or are they going to sink like the Titanic? And they sunk. And the, uh, the last two matchups in the West would have been Calgary versus the Kings and St. Louis versus Edmonton. Edmonton would have taken that series in five. I think so as well. And then, I think, what, what I think the, the two teams that won would have still went on, being Calgary and Edmonton. What was the other St. Louis and St. Louis LA? and LA, yeah. LA and seven. Yes, that's I'd go L.A. and 7. L.A. has home ice advantage. L.A. beating the Blues. I would have L.A. and 7. Really? If they well, it's, if they had home ice advantage, they'd be at the Staples Center in L.A. Well, the Crypto.com arena now. Yeah. It's, still gonna be, it's, it's still going to be the Staples Center. Center. Fuck, I don't yeah. know why. Crypto is so dumb. But anyways, yeah. If L.A. has <laughs> home ice... So, I mean, well, what I'm going to go off is what Colin said. Whoever has home ice... That's another series. Whoever has home ice advantage wins it. So, if St. Louis... Ta- I don't remember what St. Louis' arena is uh, called. St. Louis Scott. would have had the Enterprise Center, I believe, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. St. Louis so, would have had home ice. Okay, yeah. St. I would say St. Louis in seven. If it was L.A., I would say L.A. in seven, but I you know, we'll never know. I would have had them in the Blues in five if that happened. Again, LA, again is L.A.'s one of those really tough teams you cannot underestimate. I mean, they're young. And that, well, that's just it. You can't underestimate them. And the only – and you got I – mean, We saw how well – they the played. Kings played Edmonton with the well, Oilers having home ice. Imagine if the Blues had played. I was going to say, ice. look at Edmonton as a whole. They're well, still LA, a, four, LA four seven against them. I mean, four of them being on the road, and they still four well, seven. Look at Edmonton as a whole. They're still a young team, and they're kicking ass right now. Yep. Can you imagine if two young teams like LA and Edmonton duked it out? That would have been a hell of a series. I, mean, I, mean, like I don't it, know if I necessarily call LA a young team, but I mean, but they have the talent of a young team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, um, out, outside that, that core four, uh, Jonathan Quick, Dustin Brown, well, Cooper Dowdy, Cooper Dowdy, yeah. They're a relatively young team because Cal Pedersen is pretty young. Mid 20s. Quentin Byfield. Quentin Byfield, which is the future of that franchise mm-hmm. whenever Copacar does decide to leave. But, like, they, they have a good young core behind that, that old veteran leadership core that they've had for years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. It's just a matter of a lot of those younger guys that have been proving themselves with I- IXL fellow and um, I literally just had a name in the back of my head and it slipped right out. Ready? There you go. Oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see. I-, I saw that video and I was like, I was like, I, I kind of want to bring these up to the other yeah. guys because I know Jeffy's the only other one that watches. I do. That same I don't. You'll have to introduce me to him. So did you see that video or? Yeah, yeah, you'll have to introduce Colin I know, and I, he, maybe. I know he posted it, like, a couple... Like, yeah, it was literally just, like, Wednesday or Tuesday. Yeah, a couple days it. ago. So, like, I was like, I want to bring... This, this is going to be a, a good debate topic. Just yeah, to absolutely. Out, so. All right, let's move on. OHL. I know we have quite a few stories <laughs> yeah. going on, so... Uh, Pinhead, take it away, buddy. <laughs> um, the They announced the OHL All-Star finalists for the um, All-Star. So, um, some of these names I will butcher. I'm, I... Apologize now. Um, your forwards, you got Wayne Johnson, Wyatt Johnson of the Windsor Spitfire, Roy Kearns of the Sioux Greyhounds, Sean McGurn of the London Knights, Boo. <sighs> Sorry. Mason McTavish of the Hamilton Bulldogs, Logan Morrison of the Hamilton Bulldogs, Shane Wright, the Kings of Frontnets, Martin Tromack of the Kings of Frontnets, Will Curl, Windsor. Daniel Kishnevich. Kishnevich. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me. It, 
Some of them might be able to. Let me. What were you looking at? The Niagara. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like Ginsnevich or something. Some foreign name, right? Some Russian yeah. name. Yeah. Some Russian, some Russian name. name. Some Russian name us fucking Americans can't pronounce. <laughs> James Hardy of the Mississauga Steelheads. Ty Cardi of the Sioux Greyhounds. And Brandon Ottman of the Flint Firebirds. There's going to be a lot of Bulldogs, yeah. Flint, and... Well, when half your roster's from the NHL, I mean, technically you don't have all those names on there. Yeah. Kalkoff, Hamilton, Kalkoff. Seeing that they haven't lost a game yet in these playoffs. Which yeah. we will. Oh, and oh, baby. I said, which we'll get into that in a, in a, here in a few. It's insane. Um, Brandon Coe, the North Bay Battalion. Lucas Edmonds of the Kings of Frontnets. Lucas Agivinus of the London Knights. Boo. Boo. Matthew Magayo of the Windsor Spit. Magayo, damn. Sasha Pes- Stevinov of the Guelph Storm. Ty Tudelo of the Oshawa Generals. That's all your forwards. Um, defense, the defenseman, Dino Chichala of the Guelph Storm. Bennett Clark of the Barry Colts. Ethan Del Mastro of the Mississauga Steelit. Our boy, Kristen Kairou of the Erie Otters. Casper Larson of the Mississauga Steelheads. Pavel... Miss Negledov of the Saginaw Spirit, Ty Nelson, North Bay Battalion, Ryan O'Rourke of the Sioux Greyhounds, Andrew Barrett of the Winter Spitfire, Nathan Stiles of the Hamlin Bulldogs, Jack Thompson of the Sioux Greyhounds, and Arborix of the That's All Your Defensemen, and then Goaltenders, Brett Bershow of the London Knights, Boo. Luke. Cavalin of the Flint Firebirds, Marco, Marco Cassinetti of the Hamlin Bulldogs, Ben Giroux of the Sarnia Sting, Matt Gazda of the Barry Colts, and Mitchell Weeks of the Sudbury Wolves. And then the coaches, um, Ted Dent of the Flint Firebirds, Jay McKee of the Bulldogs. That, that's a name I haven't heard in a while, Jay McKee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ryan... Auckland of the North Day Battalion, James, James Richmond of the Steelheads, Mark Savard of the Windsor Spitfire, and Greg Walters of the Owen Sound Attack. And then, yeah, the, the rookies of the year from the OHL. Um, the forwards, Owen Beck from Mississauga. Uh, Mississauga? Yeah, you heard me correct. <laughs> Dave, Dave, David Goyette from Sudbury, Cedric Gindon of Owen Sound, Matthew Petoras from Guelph, Callum Ritchie. From the Oshawa, Matthias, Matthias, some Russian last name, from Sik- uh, Saginaw. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. Go right ahead. Sepavlov? Sepavlov. Sepavlov. Colby Barlow from Owen Sound, Jake Carbella from Guelph, Ethan Medima Medima from Windsor, Quentin Mitzke from Sudbury, Luca Pinelli. From uh, the Ottawa 67ers, and then Owen Val steals steals said so. How the fuck? I bet you any money that Luca kid is born fucking straight in Italy. Uh, you hear the last name on that kid? I'm uh, moving on to the other uh, to other forwards: Gavin Hayes from Flint, Nick Lardis from Petersburg, Callum Mangon from Saginaw, Colson Pe- Peter Peter. Uh, I'm going to say Peter from Flint. Vi- Vincenz Rohrer 
and Brady Stonehouse, both from Ottawa. And back in the blue line, Bo Aki from Barry, Cam Allen from Guelph, uh, Michael Butner also from Guelph, uh, Nolan Collins from Sudbury, Alexis Development. It's not Alexis a girl's name. <laughs> yeah. I mean, from, I I mean I work with a guy named Ashley, so you know. From, never know. Uh, from Sarnia, Rudin Danico from Niagara. Uh, Jorian Donovan from Hamilton. These guys have some weird friggin' names. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, go back to the front line. What was that one guy's name? It was a girl's name. Alexis? Yeah, Alexis. No, I'm talking about the offensive line. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Luca? The no, real that... Italian guy? <laughs> no. Oh my Italian. Uh, it was Luca something. Uh, and, anyway, what would they look up? Uh, Isaiah George from a team that shall not be named. <laughs> Grill, another Russian name from uh, Sioux. Donovan McCoy from Petersburg. Ty Nelson from North Bay. And Spencer Sova from Erie. And defending the pipes, uh, Joy Costano from Niagara. Dom DaVinci something from North Bay. Andre Oak from Saginaw. Jacob Oster from Guelph. Jackson Parsons hey. from Kitchener, and uh, again another one of our hometown boys, Nolan Lalonde from the Erie Otters. I say hey. Nolan this year and Nolan. Def- I mean, they not, both sorry. for being rookies. They did. I mean, really no, nothing, well. nothing against Cairo. I'm, I was kind of surprised to see his name on there. I kind of figured Silva and Nolan would be on there. Yeah. I was surprised to see Cairo. On I was a little bit too. He, he was one of the ones. He didn't. He. Definitely performed really well for being a rookie, but I did not expect him to be. I mean, he had on. some games where he was kind of hit or miss, where he, yeah. he kind of was flustering. We were screaming, "Shoot the puck!" And but, and, and, but well, but again, I mean, uh, when don't you shoot that in an Otters game? So yeah, well, <laughs> that, the Otters logo, pass, pass don't the shoot. puck. Yeah, <laughs> oh, but yeah. I mean, at the same time, you're a rookie in a league like this, and it's one of those things where you have all this pressure on your shoulders. It's you know. Like I'm gonna, qu- I'm gonna quote the great one. You know, you miss 100 percent of, 100 sh- percent of the shots you don't take. But it's one of those things where, when you're in such a young league, I feel like a lot of these young kids that are playing are like, "Fuck, do I want to shoot or do I want to pass?" They're like, "I don't have a lane, but I can try to take that shot." And in the back of their head, it's that little conscious. They're like, "But if you shoot the puck and it gets blocked by the goalie, that's a wasted shot." They're like, if you pass it, the other kid might have an open lane for them to shoot and score and, you know, sound off the horn. But, but as a 15- or 16-year-old, you know, rookie coming into the league, this is a lot of pressure because, you, you yeah. know, going from a fan base exactly. of, you know, not even 50 to a fan base of at least, you know, 3,500 people. Exactly. And you're standing like, shaking your skates, being like, well, what the fuck do I do here? if you're from another country like Canada or Germany or Switzerland where those big hockey names come out of, or Russia, you know, like, think of one of my favorite examples, one of my favorite examples is Kirill Kaprizov of the Wild. Like, although he played, what, the KHL? I don't remember where. I don't think so. I don't remember what I he played, but know. I couldn't imagine being a 15, 16-year-old kid being the Minnesota Wild minor league hockey team. I would be shitting my pants. Like, okay, do I pass or do I shoot? Do I pass or do I shoot? It's like you have all these thoughts running through your head, and at the same time, it's just that thought in your head that takes over. It's that fight. It's that, um, 
What's the slogan? Fight or flight. Fight or flight, that's it. It's like, do I fight and take the shot, or do I take the fight and pass it off to someone who can take the shot? A um, couple other things. Um, there were some um, trophies that have been announced. Um, three have been announced of seven. Um, Brett Berture of the London Knights is awarded the um, Goaltender of the Year. Um, Wyatt Johnson of the Windsor Spitfire, he wins the most sportsman-like player. And then Cam Allen wins the Rookie of the Year for the Guelph Storm. Okay. Um, well, hey, congrats to all those guys. You know, keep up the great work. Kind of before we talk about playoff bracket real quick. Um, actually, we'll talk about the bracket real quick. Um, Hamilton's already officially... Is moving to the finals with their their sweep against North Bay. Their twelve and zero record going into the OHL finals. Damn. So do you? See, so I was, I was least expecting to at least final get to lose to Norfolk. I originally predicted North Bay to get one fireworks um, to get one win against Hamilton, which they didn't. Um, the next matchup, obviously, um, is Windsor. They're waiting on the winner of the Windsor and Flint game series. Tied at two, isn't it? They currently are tied at two. I said what, Flint and seven? At uh, Windsor, I actually. Yeah. I think so, um, yeah. I don't e- either way, Bobo, what is your prediction of that series? Flint. Because <laughs> we have learned to always I li- listen to you. I like, because. We'll it, wait till Jeffy's done, and I'll say my. Because Flint just, their game ended a little bit ago. Flint took the win over Windsor 4-3, to three. so they going into tomorrow, they will have <coughs> the lead and possibly can, um, can finish the series up. I, I still think, I think Flint's going to win it. Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, but, okay, I'm waiting for I think it's going to go, I still think it's going to go to 7, but Flint will win it. Just, 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 just in honor for my homeboy Thrash, I'm, I'm going to say Windsor still takes this in seven. I know he's really... Obviously, it has to be in seven now, but... <laughs> I don't know. For me, like, I, I don't want to seem like I'm going to rely on Bobo, but, like, at the same point, we, we all know how much fun we make of Bobo. You mean, like, the Dallas? Yeah. yeah. Like, regardless of how much fun we make of Bobo, for some odd reason... so much smack, and you're stupid for saying that. Yeah, but for some reason, he's right. And I don't know whether that that's Can the you, uh, that that's the uh, stupidity that's come out of him or that's the sheer luck of him. I was about to say you guessing, can, but he's can you right. predict the future or something. I wish. Um, but but he's done it multiple times now. Like I'm upset. I'm, I'm done going against both. Yeah. So, all right. So I'm gonna be honest. When we first started talking about this, I had Flint and seven, being, you know, how tough of a hockey team Flint can be, and we've all seen that being Otters fans. Flint is one of those teams where they're not afraid to get nasty. Flint almost reminds me of the Flyers. They're not afraid to be gritty. They're not afraid to get down and dirty when you, they you mean, have to. You mean the 70s Flyers versus today's Flyers? Yes, Flyers. exactly. Broad Street. The actual the Broad, Broad, Street Street the Broad Street Bullies. And that's where it's one of those things where, you know, we've all watched Flint play in person, and it's like, they're a bunch of gritty sons of bitches. They, and Let's they be are. honest. They're not afraid to lower they're, they're, their they're, shoulders. They're not as bad as... Teams you know. like London or yeah. Lisa, or Lisa, yeah. Sault Ste. Marie they, or Windsor. They, they actually deserve 
they're wins. Yes, and thank they don't, you. And they don't get. They don't need a help to get these wins. Yes, and they're actually a good team in the league. Yes, exactly. Cough, cough, London. Cough, cough. But uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna go Flint in seven. I might be wrong on this one, but we'll see who it. I think if Flint wins game five, they're gonna take it in seven. Flint did win game five. They so did, they're they taking it in now, seven. Yeah. Okay, I didn't catch that. Part. Yeah, because tomorrow they play Game Six okay. in Flint. Game Six is in Flint. Oh, they were in Windsor tonight. Ooh. So here, here's the thing. I'm gonna say I'm gonna agree with both of them, Flint. But it's gonna be in six. Really? Okay. Yeah, so they're gonna, yeah, win, they're gonna tomorrow. win it tomorrow on home ice. And but the place, would, the, pl- the place that has the Matthews Water, Flint, Michigan. But okay, that makes sense. I was gonna. Say, I thought for a minute they were up three two, but I'm like, I thought you guys just said they were up. Two. Flint is up three to two. Okay. Because I was going to say before we were before recording, they were saying there it was tied at two, and I'm like, it was. They, they, going, okay. going before recording, they were. Yeah. Sorry, that that was screwing with my head, yeah. just like everything um, else in the show. Another one thing I kind of want to bring up real quick too, with the finals coming up, um, and the Moral Cup will be shortly after. I was talking to one of my buddies at um, work today, and I kind of got his opinion on it. Um, Obviously, the three teams in the CHL, it, from their individual leagues, the champions, automatic are entered into this this yeah. tournament, and the hosts is automatically because who's hosting it? St. John, the Sea Dogs, so okay. QMJ. Um, do you? <laughs> Sorry, I'm grabbing a I'm grabbing a glass of water. Um, do you think it's because obviously, regardless. Whoever's hosting, whether they make the playoffs or don't make the playoffs or win their championship, do you think it's fair for the host team to be entered in this tournament? And no. because no, absolutely not. Look, look what happened back in 2017. I say Windsor because Windsor was. I remember Windsor was knocked out by London in the first round. I mean, Richard, I think, wasn't Richard the I Otters, think it should be as it, long as that team make at least makes the playoffs. If they miss, like if Erie were to host this year, I would not say Erie does I, not deserve to be in the competition. Wasn't it a few before, right around that time they were supposed to host? Sorry, we had an interruption there. Go ahead, Jeffy. Um, because wasn't it a few, before Windsor was supposed originally host? Didn't originally it was supposed to be hosted in Erie, and then they changed it half halfway like through the season to Windsor. I, I don't even remember. I remember it, they were supposed to host some. I, Thought it was the Moro Cup they were supposed to host, and then I think was the, the year we won, we were supposed to host. Yeah, I thought so. I think it was either 2016 right. or 20. They were supposed I'm saying, to. Like, I don't remember where we got cut off, but I, I, like I was saying, if I think the team that is hosting, if they make the playoffs, at least I think they should. They, yes, they can perform in in the Moro Cup. But again, if it was hosted in a city like Erie this year, I would say no. You know, Erie, you, they can't play. They need to make the playoffs. I don't. You know, they, I don't think they deserve. You know, playing the, it, the biggest, the biggest championship in the minor leagues. You know, it's it, it's also a tough thing because they because they back, do a round robin style. Look, yeah, looking back in twenty seventeen, you know, obviously Windsor got knocked out of the first round by London, and they end up you know getting a couple weeks of rest, and then coming back and beating Erie, who ended up winning the OHL Cup mm-hmm. in twenty seventeen. That's like that's I'm sorry, but that's kind of bullshit. Like Erie, Erie's come through, you know, a hell of a battle. Through all four rounds and actually won. The, 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 the 17 been, Otters were kind of like the Hamilton Bulldogs. Now, a lot of our players at the time were already signed uh, to OHL con- NHL contracts, you know. 
Dylan Strom, um, Alex Dubrink, both Radish brothers, Radish Eric Cernak, yeah. Was McDavid Bobo. 16 or 17? 15. 15? Wow, I thought he was 16. He was already in the NHL when we, when we won yeah. the Cup, though. Yeah, um, sorry, I thought he was 16. But I, I, I understand where Kyle, where you come from, but I, I still felt like it's kind of bullshit. I, I think so. At, at least, like, if you're going to host, at least make it to the third round. So yeah. that you're still as beat up, you, yeah. you know, you got yeah. your shit kicked on by the teams that are still remaining. Yeah. yeah, I I agree a hundred percent. I with agree Colin. with that. So, like, how did the Saint the Saint John's Dogs do? I, quite honestly, I don't know. We will look it up here on our pause break. All right, on to the NHL. I have a question for these guys about the Carolina Hurricanes and the New York Rangers series. Each team has won at home. And Carolina has a perfect record at home in the playoffs. My question to you: I got it. Will Ca- Will Carolina win Game Seven at PNC Arena, or will the New York Rangers break their streak and win Game Seven away? I'm still saying Carolina. I'm saying they they by far have the second toughest uh, arena to play at, only behind Tampa's Amway. Ooh. So. Uh, I'm, I'm saying it's Car- not like they forbidden the away team to buy tickets or anything. So that's the yeah, reason that's that. The point. <laughs> yeah, that's what's well, the point. I figured. I know we touched on this before we started, and that question has been jarring in my head literally all week, or all weekend, I should say, because Game Six was yesterday. I mean, will Rangers break the streak, or will Carolina take it? I want I want our listeners to follow us on Facebook and comment too. If you follow us on Facebook or what do you think? Anything is the, else? Is the question. I think Carolina's taking it. Think Carolina's taking it. I'm Carolina's taking Carolina. it. I'm gonna even go overtime. Carolina's taking a game seven overtime. Can, can the can Ch- NHL world handle another game seven Z- overtime? Zabana Chad is no. going to score. How many we've okay. Seen so far these Here's my prediction. Zabana Chad is going to score late in the third period and tie it. Whether it's like two two three three, and I have. Sebastian Ajo, the hero of the Carolina Hurricanes, scoring an OT. I'm having you specify which Sebastian Ajo it is. So yeah, I have Carolina. I have Sebastian Ajo of the Hurricanes scoring in the first OT, taking it from the Rangers. Carolina's gonna win it. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Carolina as well, but I'm gonna go I'm gonna go out out above and beyond. I'm gonna say this is gonna be a blowout. Like they're, really? they're just going to take out all their frustrations from that game six. It's, it's going to be a 5-1, 6-1, six, six, maybe even It wasn't shutout. even really a game last night's game. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're going to they're gonna do the exact same thing that the Rangers did to them last night, and they're, they're well, going to blow them out of the water. That's I'm talking, why I'm talking 5-1, 6-1. Well, five, one, six, one, well here's the, the thing. Shutout. That's why I said overtime, because New York is on the hot streak, and Carolina wants to break their hot streak. So it's going to be a headstrong, dead-even match. Yeah. All right, let's move on. News around the league. First of all, Franz Nielsen has uh, officially called it quits at the age of 38 uh, following Denmark's elimination for the IIHF World Playoffs. So, wow. um, let me pull up the stats here. I don't know if he was Danish. Uh, he is. Uh, ten se- uh, he was picked in the Isle- uh, with the Islanders' third-round pick in 22. Played 10 seasons there. And then he's uh, from... 06 to 16, and then he went on to spend five more years with the Detroit Red Wings from 2016 to 2021, and has recorded 473 points in 925 NHL career games over his 15-year career. Wow. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, best of luck, best wishes to, to Franz Nielsen there. Mm-hmm. Another news, the, um, we all heard, probably all heard about the Yager crash over in the Czech Republic. It was pretty serious, but thankfully Yager came out. No. So without a, a couple, well, with no, only no, a couple. No. Yeah, bruises couple, and scratches, yeah. Yeah, bumps and bruises. But yeah, so no, he said no one was seriously injured. But he I, said he took fault, obviously he took fault of. Yeah, okay. seeing see see, that part. Seeing the picture of his car, that car's fucked. So what? Yeah. How did it happen? I didn't really hear much about it. How did it happen? Was he speeding? Was he, you know, just drunk? Was he? Was um, his quote: "There was a lot of traffic, and I didn't have time, uh, time to re- react to the tram coming in high speed against me." Uh, Yager saw the light rail coming at him when it was only half a yard away. Damn. But again, only came out with it with, you know, bumps and bruises. Yeah. So. I was like, is this going to do any long-term damage? Though? Like, is this going to affect the rest of his playing career over in, no. Over in Russia? No, you I think? don't think so. No. I don't yeah, think yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, t- he's, he's, what, 50 now? So, I mean, yeah, yeah he's well, a tough son of a bitch. And he's still going. He's a and tough, he's a tough son of a bitch, but I don't, I mean, a car, okay. car, pretty serious car crash is a car crash. I mean, that, there, there's sometimes you might not feel the effects of it until a couple couple weeks later, you know? Yeah, well, you go um, to you go to move a muscle, or you, know, you go to do something you, you don't do often. You're like, that hurts. Yeah, so like, is I'm that going to happen once he, you know, steps back onto the ice again. I mean, I'm going to back Kyle up on this one because I know people who, you know, back when my parent, like my parents or their friends, got in a car crash when they were teenagers or whatever, and now they're in their fifties and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, my arm hurts. I wonder why it hurts. My shoulder hurts, and they're like, oh. Anything happened to you? And I'm like, yeah, when I was 18, I got in a car accident and I dislocated my shoulder. And he's like, yeah, it's coming back to haunt you. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, Yusuf Rikula from the Penguins assigned a one-year contract with uh, the Swedish hawk Ike Oskarham. Um, it's a different name. Well, it's also Swedish. So, so that's why. Mm. I thought Oscar made baloney. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from their Sorry. dumb comments, <laughs> now, after four years o- over in Pittsburgh, he finally resigns with you know a Swedish team. Obviously, no details as of yet. I mean, that's you... not a huge loss for the Penguins. He's only, no. only ever been what a seventh, eighth defenseman, yeah. maybe even yeah. not put back down. Yeah, nine. do. With now Fr- Freeman and P.O. Joseph have kind of jumped up in front of him. We saw him, he played what maybe two games this year, three games. Yeah, this year? He, even he, on the... he did not see a lot of ice time this year. So even down in Wilkes-Barre, I know he didn't see. A whole lot of time, so. He was a top pair in defense, man. Was he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then in his last seven series extension games, Andre Vasilevsky has 200 shots against and only one goal allowed. The cat. That, yeah, that, that, that point nine nine zero save percentage, something like that? I don't even know, but obviously it's one goal coming against the Toronto Maple Leafs in round one of the playoffs, <laughs> but still, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. He's He's something, Vazzy. Yeah. Yeah, what, too big, too big. He's a brick wall, man. He's an absolute brick wall. Two, yeah. two big uh, players going to be out to what start the season this upcoming year being what Tom Wilson and uh, the Rat. Two of our favorite players. Yeah. <laughs> Keep in mind. Yeah. yeah uh, Tom Wilson has uh, surgery to rebuild the ACL on his knee, yeah. and the Rat doing something on his, one of his hips. But you know, when it, when you're bending down to grab that cheese, yeah. something's gonna be fucked up. The fact as, as much as we hate both of those guys, you never—that's something you never want to see. No. Well, somebody being out for six to eight months. Well, the scary thing is the fact they have to rebuild his ACL, not just minorly repair it, re 
build it. Which you it'll, know, it'll, well, it'll take him six to eight months to okay. see some sort of action. I know. Well, here's like, here's the thing. I'm more, here's the thing. With an injury like that, that dude could have a limp for the rest of his life and retire from hockey. You know. Cut. Cut. These cut. Like, when you have a muscle like your ACL or your MCL that both connect to your knee and run all the way down, it's one of those things where it's like okay. You know, it's one thing if you tore your ACL. It happens. Football players, hockey players, track runners, you take, you fall, you tear your ACL, they fix it, you're, out, you're on crutches for six weeks. whoop de doo This, that they have to rebuild it, meaning they probably have to take the muscle, stretch it all the way up, connect it out of his knee, and take it all the way up his thigh. Gotta get this tappy stretcher out. Exactly. <laughs> That's been a, a long process, a, a lot of work to be done on both of them. So I mean, but I mean, it's, again, as much as we hate them, I mean, best of luck to both of them. Oh, hope, hope for a, I'd say you know, I got it. Got to be nice and say a speedy and safe recovery for both of them. Yeah, because I can't, I can't wait to see Tom Wilson get back on this and get wrecked by Ryan, Ryan Reeves. Reeves. <laughs> He's Ryan, he better call Ryan Reeves his daddy. Yeah. He already does. I mean, I was about to say. I've seen as soon as he steps on the ice, Wilson gets off. <laughs> no, no. Fuck that shit on out. I was gonna say, I want to really want to see Ryan Reeves beat the absolute p- dog piss out of this kid. <laughs> I mean, that was funny the first time it happened, but the second time oh. I put an even bigger grin on my I face. Mean, in the finals <laughs> in 2018. Oh god. <laughs> All right, now to more positive news: the longest playoff series winning streaks. The top four: Tampa Bay Lightning at 10 from 2020 all the way to the present day. The Montreal Canadiens. I had 13 series wins from 76 to 80. Pat Maroon by himself at 14. <laughs> from 20, uh, wow. dating, dating back uh, to 2019 when he was a member of the St. Louis Blues, all the way up to the current date and time when he's a member of the Tampa Bay Lightning. And coming in at number one, uh, 19 consecutive playoff series wins, the New York Islanders from 1980 yeah. to 1984 at 19 series Wins. Wow. He's looking for. That's the year where they won four consecutive cups. Yeah. So that means for what? For, for, I mean, they won what? They went to the they went to the cup again for a fifth year, but lost. Then. No, they they uh, they won the first round, but lost out in the second round. Okay. I mean, they won four straight years, right? Yeah. And if they have nineteen. Oh, they want to win the. Oh no, they want. Yeah, that's means right. They would have went to the cup and lost. Yeah, that's right. In '85. Wow. I say. So they made it to five consecutive and lost every single one of them. What are they? The Bills. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yeah. And Pat Maroon is looking for his fourth. Pat Maroon, man. I mean, I'm rocking the jersey now, man. I, I think it's going to happen. I mean, I, at the I beginning think... of the playoffs, I was kind of in doubt. So I'm like, I'm like, they're beat up. I don't think they can do it three years in a row. Now, here we are. They're going to the uh, the conference finals again. So, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm rocking their jersey for a reason, I think. Yeah. I think your boy Stamkos is going to lead them to it again. Yeah. The only thing that scares me about Stamkos is his age. I know he's not old to NHL preferences. 32? Yeah. Early 30s, because he, so he would believe the 06-07. Yeah, so he's yeah. not what you would call old for the NHL, but at the same time, it's like... 32, yeah. If he takes a bad hit, you know, again, talking about the knee, the hip, the shoulder... Especially with his history of injuries. Exactly. You know? If he tears a rotator cuff playing hockey from a bad hit, this dude's never going to play hockey again in his life. That's an eight-month recovery. Speaking of retiring, uh, the Leafs forward Jason Spezza has officially announced his retirement on Sunday after 19 seasons and will join the Toronto Maple Leafs front office. That's kind of cool to see. Roman and I were watching Steve Dangle's video earlier, and I I think that's the calmest he's ever been in a video, specifically talking about Spezza's retirement. Yeah. 
and joined the front office. Again, that's the calmest type. I, I, I saw, I saw um, that he posted. I saw the thumbnail, but I didn't see. I didn't watch the video. I, I, I haven't was, got the chance to watch he, his video he was yet. Talk, actually, talking like this the whole time. I said that's kind of like what he was like that. For, for the Leafs losing in game seven again, he was very calm in that video until he made that short. Until he made the short, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can count how many times on one of my hands how many times he stayed calm in a video, and he hasn't. It's had very a horse rare, yeah. like. You lost to a 42 years ceremony driver! Who lost to you? Or something like that, so. Screaming voice cracks and. Oh, poor Steve Dangleman, I feel. <laughs> being, being Penguins fans at this point, we can't talk much shit. We haven't gone I mean, out we haven't gone out of the first round years, either. So. <laughs> Alright, uh, the next two things, and the final two things kind of go hand in hand. Uh, in the I, uh, double IHF championship game, Finland tops Canada and OT to pull out. The gold medal. Oh, That's gold huge. <laughs> and then made, uh, on the roster, Valtteri Filpa has become the 30th player and the first from Finland to tro- join the Triple Gold Club with winning the Stanley Cup back in 2008 with Detroit, the Olympic gold in 2022, and the World Championship in 2022. Well, first off, congrats to Finland. Yeah. I mean, Canada being the hockey country of the world, that's huge yeah. that they can topple Canada that's in overtime. Fuck you. And it's one of those things where it's like, it makes me wonder, could Finland be the next hockey, hockey country of no. the world? No, 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 you you're think? fucking stupid for saying that, no. I mean, they're... look what he's been right in the past, so I'm, I don't want to go. I mean, are they top ten? Yeah, they're, they're, I'm thinking even top five. They're they're top five team easy, but there's no way That's, in hell okay. they're gonna so, beat out Team well, Canada. All right, team maybe they'll take America. second place behind Canada the next five or six years. What happens? They progress. Ryan, well, yeah. here's the Ger- thing. Germany is getting better and better. I yeah, know. The USA is Germany's number three. Been. Okay, so yeah, my as well. my top to, five, it, I, my current top five for countries. If I had to say, all you guys are right. I have Canada. Finland, U.S., Germany, and I forget the other country I was going to say. Uh, Sweden. You don't have Russia in the top. Or five. Russia. You that's what I meant. Russia. Russia is my bottom of the top five. So this, this is the time. This is where twelve is wrong. Yeah. It's, you I'm can't sorry. throwing Germany above the, all those teams. Then fine, not swap them. Not even throwing Sweden in the top five. Then fine, swap them. What are your top five? I think it's, it's very similar. To everybody: Canada, U.S., Russia, Sweden, Finland, Finland, probably. Germany, Germany's battling the way up there. Look at that. I'm the odd no, one No out. problem giving Finland top five. Giving them the fifth spot, though. But yeah. top five, no question. But it has to be that fifth spot. Yeah. That, that top four, you can switch around being Sweden, U.S., Canada, Russia. You can swap those around all you want. Mm, yeah. top, top three is more debatable than the top four. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Now into the main topic of the evening. Obviously, now that we're getting down to the final, well, final five now. Almost the final four with... Uh, the game seven between Col- uh, not Colorado, Carolina and New uh, New York coming up Memorial Day, eight p.m. at Carolina. We decided to take go to a throwback, and what we did was we went back to each team's respective last cup win, with the exception of Tampa, just because they're back to back. We went back to Tampa's first cup win in 04, but with the other four teams that are still currently active, they're the last cup win. So like. Uh, uh, Colorado good. was 2001. Uh, Edmonton is 1990. Tampa was the 04, like I said. Carolina is 06. And the, and the Rangers, Rangers 93. 
So we're going to go through line by line and see who would we put in in a best of seven series and which line would win. So we're going to start off with the Colorado, uh, Colorado team, comparing the 2021-2022 Colorado Avalanche to the 2000-2001 uh, Colorado Avalanche. So line one, obviously currently have Gabriel Lamskog, Nathan McKinnon, and Miko Ranson pairing up against Alex Tange, Joe Sakic, and Milan Hijuk. Hijuk. However that's... Hijuk, yeah. Yeah. So who would he have winning, and how many games, and why? And that, I think that first line has got to go to um, to, to Sakic and, and Hayduke. I mean, don't yeah. don't get me wrong. I said, uh, Mc... no, no. I'm gonna I'm, go... I'm, I'm gonna give that one to McKinnon, Landis Coggin. I, right now. I was about to say I was gonna give it to Landis that... Coggin and McKinnon. Yeah, that was my first thought. It, it's close. It's tough. Like, I I'm said... giving that first one to the, to the current. I... For the fact that, like, with the new, especially with the new style of um, move, deep moves, and like. The new, just the, the, the new, new style of hockey compared to what twenty I feel twenty one like, years ago. I feel like like that's where like kind of where like McKinnon, Ranton, and Landis will have the upper hand. Yeah. See, this is where I guess I'm the odd man out. I'll go with the uh, two thousand oh one line one. Really? Now my my mindset is going to change with their line two. So the current roster, uh, the current lineup is Burkowski, Kadri, and Donskoy versus their uh, Niminen. Uh, Forsberg and Drury. I would say the current line two will take. Really? Yeah. I'm saying, they, I'm saying the the old, the former line two. The older one. I'm, I'm going with, I'm going. with Newman and Forsberg and Drury. Yeah. Mainly for Peter Forsberg. Peter Forsberg is better than all three of those guys alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Himself, That's, he's better than all three. Yeah. Of those but guys. this is where I'm going to come into I'm coming into what you guys had said earlier. Like today's <clears throat> style of hockey will be much better. That's where you know this current line will definitely. Get the upper hand in the, that set matchup. So, mm-hmm. okay, that's where I said. So, Bobo, I think you're the last one who. Um, I think I'm gonna agree with. I don't know. I think I'm gonna take the current line with Burakovsky, Burakovsky uh, and Kadri. Them two alone, I think, would be their top goal scorers of line two. I mean, I. Uh, I got. I mean, yeah. I, just, I just got to respectfully disagree. So I, I just. I, I'm saying Peter Forsberg alone is better than all three of those yeah. guys. Yeah, hands down. Throw, throw Chris Drury next to him too. I mean, that Chris Drury in his prime was an, another human as well. So yeah. Well, they're all human, so. <laughs> all right, I'm done with this. <laughs> all right, while well, Kyle's walking away, let's move on to line three: Brandon Saad, Tyson Jost, and Valerie Nushkinin from the uh, current uh, current roster, and then Eric Messier. Steven Yelly and Sean Poden. Just Sorry. because of the name Messier, I'm taking the former. Because uh, Messier is I'm one of those with, hockey um, names you don't fuck with. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the current on this one. Mostly for mostly for Brandon Sod alone. Brandon Sod has been has been great since he came into the league in what 2008. Seven. He's been around for a while. I know that, but he was. I know he's originally drafted by the. Blue Jackets, I believe. John, let's see, Blue Jackets in 07? 07 or 08? He was drafted by Chicago, 43rd overall in 2011. Oh, really? Chicago? Yeah, Chi-Town. Yeah, I thought Columbus. Yeah, he, he, was, he was born in 92 in Pittsburgh. 
So he's currently 29. 11 second round, 13th pick. Am I thinking of the wrong guy? Did he not play, even play for Columbus? No, he did. Okay. He did. It just he was drafted by Chicago okay. originally. I thought, he, I thought it was the other winner. I thought he was drafted by Columbus and then went to Chicago. I'm actually. Yeah, no, drafted by Chicago, won with the, the cup with them in 13 15. Then he was traded to Columbus for the 15 16 season. Okay. And then he went back to Chicago for the 17 18 season. Yeah, here I That's have. That's my wife. Here. Okay. So he was traded from Columbus to Chicago, so I'm not stupid for thinking no. that. No. Okay. I think this is another one I kind of have to I go. I mean, he's got, what, 420 career points in 710 games. For being, yeah, nice. for being a, a third, fourth line center. Or he, it's not, that's not bad numbers at all. Mm-mm. I'm, I'm sorry, Jeff, go right ahead. I'm, I'm going to go with um, our current um, thir- third line. So, Brand- so Sad and Ty- um, Tyson over the... The current right. old one. So we are, we're all for that. The current's third yep. line. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, all right. Fourth line. Uh, Carl Soderberg, Pierre Edward Belmar, and JT Comfer versus David Reed, Steve Reinpick, and Dan Hinote. High note, Hinote. So I'm going to be completely honest with you. I have not heard of a single one of those fourth liners. Yeah. yeah. The, the older, old, oldies. So. Neither have I. I'm going to go, I've heard of Soderbergh, so I'm going to go fucking Soderbergh. Oh, it's not like he's current or anything. Uh, I know. I'm going to go Soderbergh. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with the currents because I'm I'm only because, like, again, they, they could have been great players. I don't know, but I just personally have not heard of a single one of those, That's right. those three fourth liners. I'm, I'm just going to go with the current. Yeah. Just for that fact, reason, I don't know him either. All right, uh, let's move on to the decor. I'll net list all six from both, well, both respective teams. So, top pairing from the current team is Kale McCarr, Eric Johnson. Second pair is Ryan Murray and Sam Gerrard. Third pairing, there's a rotation between uh, Bowen Byram, Curtis McDermott, and Jack Johnson. Okay. Uh, from the former team, Ray Bork, Martin uh, Sekula, Greg DeVeres, John Clem, and then Adam Foote and Aaron Miller. <coughs> First line, who? First line. Yeah, that one's t- that one's kind of. I mean, Kilmacar is debatably the best defenseman in the league right now, but I mean, so, Ray Bork is a top three defenseman. Okay, all the time. yeah. So put it this way: it's Kilmacar or Ray Bork. Who are you taking? Pretty well, much, yeah. That's pretty much what it comes down to. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. Rather, I'm you, taking Ray Bork for line one. Yeah. Well, Bork. you you do have to be honest. I mean, Eric Johnson is a good defenseman in his own respect, which might give the current team. The upper hand when it comes to this matchup. If you would throw Sam Gerrard on that first line, I'm saying I'm taking the current without without question. I would agree. I agree with that. That was as of their going into the playoffs. So, uh, understanding why they're putting Sam Gerrard next to Ryan Murray, no, have a nice solid top four defensive pairing. That top line is tough. Yeah, Yeah. it's who would it basically comes down to who would you rather have, Ray Bork or Kel McCarr? I'm going to go Ray Bork. is the best current defenseman in the league right now. Ray Bork is the top three all time. That's why I'm going Ray Bork. I'm going to take the oldies, and I'm going to go Ray Bork for odd one. I think i got to agree with Bobo. i got to go Ray Bork. With being one of the best defensemen of all time. Don't get me wrong. So, Kel McCarr might get there. He might be top five or top seven. Don't get me wrong. But no one's ever going to take that spot from Ray Bork. By the end of his career, he's going to be top five, top ten all the time. Yeah. No one's ever going to take that spot from Ray Bork unless we get a rookie to come out of the OHL that's like that and he can prove it. I'm good. Yeah. It's very, very, very close, but i got to go with Ray Bork. The the oldies line. Can you do the odd one out? 
Yeah. Because yeah. looking at Prime Eric Johnson here, like, he has the veteran experience to lead the Colorado team now, and that's yeah. mine. So, I, I, got, I got to go current. Okay. For the, actually the first two parents, uh, Kale McCarr, Eric Johnson. Say, sec, second line, yeah. I'm going to take the current pairing on the second line. Between Ryan it's Murray first, and Sammy Gerard alone is. Yeah. Mm. Now, that third pairing, it's a whole different story. <laughs> is Jack Johnson actually playing around? Because if he is, it's the oldest. He's dead weight. Yeah. Yeah, it's the oldest school. Yeah. But if Jack Johnson is not playing. Regardless, I'm ta- I think regardless, I'm taking the oldies. Dude, yeah, dude Adam gonna... Foot. Adam Foot is. Again, one of the best. Probably, yeah. probably top 15 all time. He's. I think. He's yeah. pretty damn good. Yeah, I think I have one of those hockey cards upstairs. But yeah, I'm taking. I'm agreeing with Kyle. Yeah. Just because that one's no brainer. Adam Foot. All right. And goaltenders, I feel like this is kind of a no brainer. Current is Darcy Kemper and uh, Jonas Johnson, uh, Johansson, and oldies are Patrick Waugh and David last name. But Arb- I think it's Arbisher. Sure. I think we're all going gr- yeah. probably going to agree with this one with Patrick Waugh. Really? Yeah. I think no. Totally well, kidding. okay, so totally here, kidding. Patrick so, Waugh's. So it's another. I was about to kick you out of this fucking studio. <laughs> well, it's again, it's Darcy versus Patrick. Who do you take? Patrick, Patrick, Patrick. Patrick. Yeah, that's I agree. Zero I agree. I, mean, that's, like, I agree. I'd have to call you fucking stupid if you had to go get. Most Patrick people Wong. call me fucking stupid. It's all right. <laughs> that's right, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Bingo was his name. Oh. All right. Uh, moving on. These other four teams, we couldn't find a lineup for them. We do have their act, uh, the rosters at the time, but we just couldn't, unfortunately couldn't find the lineup. So we're gonna go through. Um, one one of these guys are gonna list off. <laughs> They're the forward core, the defensive core, and the goaltending. I tend to hang them. I want to go off their current team, their current lineup. So I think Kyle's going to list off his four, this forward core here shortly. But I'm going to go, go through the current core, forward core. Core four, yeah. Forward core. Forward four, yeah. Uh, going down left to right, Lions 1 to 4. You got Leon, Connor, and Evander nailing that top line. Then Yamamoto, Eugene Hopkins, Hyman. Archibald, McLeod, Pugliarvi, and Radley Love, 9-4, uh, Fogel, Ryan, and Cassian. Uh, just to name a few of the uh, the oldies, you got Glenn Anderson, uh, Dave Brown, Kelly Bachbaker, uh, traded for Wayne Gretzky, Mr. Jimmy Carson, uh, Peter Erickson, Martin Jelenas, I think he was also part of that Gretzky trade, uh, Adam Graves, uh, Peter Kleinba, Yari Curry, uh, Norman Lalcombe, I mean, yeah, that's just just to name a few of the the forwards there. Um, I'm sorry, but when yeah. your number one, I get it. Your number one player is Mark Messier, but like, there's kind of a drop off. Yeah, Messier was not on this team. Messier was the captain. Messier, yeah, Messier is the captain of it. Mark Messier was the captain. Oh yeah, there was more. Yes, yeah, yeah. Mark okay. Messier. Uh, I was I thought he was still uh, J- Joe Murphy. So I mean, obviously, your first line is is going to be uh, Mark Messier and a, a mixture of others. I'd probably say probably. Jelenus and Curry, I think we're all on this that line. I want to say. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna take the current might even, line. Might even been Adam Graves. I'm taking the current line. I my, o- yeah. my only struggle with the current line is, is Drysaddle and McDavid have to be on the same page. Yeah. Also looking at you know, what the current line did against Calgary. Yeah. I mean, McDavid, Drysaddle, and Kane. Kane have all. Was it Drysaddle had what was it? Nineteen points in those five games. Yeah. Nineteen like points in five games against Calgary, which they well, were averaging almost four points a game. Yeah. I mean, they they practically put out the flame in Calgary. So I mean, yeah, it's, literally. 
Well, in my thoughts... I said, again, I mean, that also comes down to Mark Messier or Connor McDavid is what it comes down McG- to. I'm, I'm taking McJesus. Yeah, I mean, McDavid. It's, 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 cl- it's, cl- it's a lot closer than I think some I, a normal I, person should argue. I mean, but I it, love, it's got to be McDavid. Yeah. I love Mark Messier. He's, you know, obviously one of the best players in the NHL mm-hmm. history, but I'm taking McDavid because I feel like McDavid's going to conquer him in the rankings. In an easy way. Yes, very easy. Yeah, what was uh, Edmonton's second line? Uh, Edmonton's currently se- second line is, sorry, Todd Austin. Oh, you know, I have Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and Zach Hyman. I mean, just, I mean, you could put them, I mean, just to call it fair only because we couldn't find, you could probably say, I mean, they're mm-hmm. top, the top two current win, and then I'd say probably the, the bottom two oldies would win. I mean, a lot of the names on this list are Hall of Famers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, or will one day be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, so, I mean, you could probably give the second line to the oldies. I mean, the second line is probably easily consists of probably maybe Jelinus, Adam Graves, and maybe... I don't know, maybe somebody like Joe Murphy probably was maybe on that second line as well. Maybe. Um, I, I really wish we could have found their, yeah. their lineups here. Yeah, Colin and I literally looked from like five thirty to about twenty Seven minutes. From, yeah, to right around recording time, and everything we looked at, it was just all their current. Ro- it was the old rosters from the nineties or whenever they won the cup. There was nothing about their. Couldn't find anything about their three yeah. combinations. And you know, once I found the rosters, call you know, I talked to Colin and he's like, "If just you just, had, just yeah. save it for now, just in case we can't find it." Exactly. All right, blue liners, blue liners, and goaltenders. Uh, first line pairing: Brad Kulak and Cody Ceci. Second line is Dunk, Duncan No Teeth Keith and Evan Bouchard. Third line pairing is Chris Russell and Tyson Berry. And the goalie tandem is Mike Smith and Miko Koskinen. So not knowing what they're. Well. Out of the oldies, the first two defensemen I see are Bruce Bell and Jeff Beckboom. I think that's how you say his name. Bookaboom. Bookaboom, yeah. Bookaboom. 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 Um, there's also Randy Gregg, Charlie Huddy, Chris Joseph, uh, France, Francis Leroux, Kevin Lowe, Norm <coughs> Massever. So a bunch of nobodies. But yeah. And what about how, um, how's the goalies look? Goaltenders from that. Uh, oops. Sorry, I just accidentally hit a player. Hold on, let me go back. So. Randy Exelby, Grant Fuhr, Mike Greenlay. So, I mean, outside of Grand Fur, there really isn't much goaltending, well, like notable yeah. goaltending. The other two that they had were Bill Ranford and Pocky Reddick. Pocky Reddick, I don't know how the I mean, fuck he's Grant that Fear, name. I mean, name, can you name a current, a recent Oilers goaltender that was better than Grant Fear? No, he can't. Yeah, <laughs> so, so I think you got to give this one to Grant Fear. Yeah. 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 Goaltenders, no, the, the oldest <clears throat> win. But defensive core, as much I as I mean, the only one that I can, that you might be able to give up. Even slight argument on would be Cam Talbot, but I mean, yeah, yeah. he's obviously not on the current, so obviously he's I miss Smith. But I also missed. I just realized I missed out uh, Darnell Nurse. Okay. Now I'm looking over it. Yeah, I forgot about Darnell Nurse. Yeah, out. 
I, I think decor, hands down, has to go to the current yes. Oilers. But the goaltending goes to the oldies. Yep. Yeah. All right, on to the 303 Tampa Bay. 04. 04. So, actually, current Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, same order, goes from Sorelli, Point, Killorn, Palat, Stamkos, Kucherov, Hagel, Paul, Colton, and then uh, Hattrick, Maroon, Belmar, and Katy Perry herself. <laughs> nice. uh, so they had Stamkos line on the second line yeah, instead it's of because, the first. It's because uh, the Sorelli Point Canor line has been absolutely killing for them in the playoffs. So. Hopefully Point um, will be well, back by... But, but Well, he's, ex- he's expected to come back in the middle of the conference finals, assuming... Uh, well, depending on what quote-unquote middle is... So like games three, four, five, yeah. Yeah. which obviously he'll be here there for games three and four in Tampa, regardless of who they play. So, yeah. but he he again, that's what Tampa said. That's what you know the yeah. coach said. But we'll see ya. So yeah, so a couple forwards that I have, uh, Dmitry Fanasenkov, uh, Dave and Andre Truck. Under Chuck, however the fuck <clears> I mean, yeah, just, I mean, some of these names are ridiculous. You got Mark, da- Dan Boyle on there, uh, yeah. Vinny LeCavier, Martin St. Louis, Brad Richards, Ruslan Fedotenko, uh, Shane Willis, Eric Perrin, Chris Dingman. Um, just, they're absolutely yeah. loaded up on the forward court. Yeah. Just, I think that it's going to be tough to choose. Yeah, I, I, I mean, even, even if you pat, match up, you know, a Vinny LeCavier, Marty St. Louis, and uh, Ruslan Fedotenko against their top line of Anthony Sorelli. Braden Point and Alex Kalorn. Like that's that's gonna be a high flying offensive threat. Oh like goal putting goaltenders aside, assuming you know neither team has their respective brick wall goaltender, that's gonna be a hell of a matchup. Really, it is. Yeah. I'm gonna take the oldies just because I feel like they have more scoring power than the current but in the current The oldies forwards yeah. I'd have to agree. Yes. But currently I think you gotta go with the, the, the defenseman. You know, yeah. Victor oh, Hyman, yeah. Eric Cernat, and Ryan McDonough alone. Yeah. I mean, when you have, you know, five of the, your top six defensemen are consistent players, and then, you know, I'm going to read them off here. Victor Hedman, Eric Sternick, uh made the first defensive pairing. McDonough, uh, Bill Gojin is your second, and uh, Sergachev and Cal Foote as the third defensive pairing. Like, five of your top six there are, no- are notable defensive players that will make a name for themselves around the league. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, goaltenders, Vasilevsky is a long shot. That's no question. Yeah. And Brian Elliott is the backup. Yeah. Yeah. But then, not, obviously not, not remembering who is. Well, from the oldies, it's Ruslan. No, John John Grami and Nikolai uh, Kubelin. Yeah. One Russian and one American. Like, I haven't heard of either one of those names. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean you gotta you got to give it to to Vasilevsky. Yeah. Vasilevsky like, oh, Vass- could put, you know, he, no, that's his team on, you know, his broad fucking shoulders and carry oh. him all the way. Yeah. And that's what they did back in, you know, back-to-back years. Yeah, well, is Vassie going to carry the team to the championship tomorrow? What do you think? Will Vassie he, win g- game seven? He, he's going to have to be on his A game in order to be. Absolutely. Because, yeah. you know, obviously he's undefeated in serious contention games. Yeah. Well, hey, anything can happen. Best of luck to both teams, but you have... Why am I forgetting that? Why am I blanking on the Rangers goalie? Um, Igor? Yeah, why, Shesterkin. Wait, why, hold on. Why, why did we think that Tampa was playing? We're, it's Carolina and. and Rain, that's what I was going to have to get talking about the next round. I got very. That's no. why I kind of stayed silent. I was very confused. Yeah. We're thinking of Carolina and 
Really? Yeah, I'm sorry. Not, I'm sorry. It I'm took kidding. me a second. I was like, I was like yeah. He, he just I'm, I just kind of stayed silent. I was like, I was like, a cam must have zoned yeah, out for part I'm of the conversation. Um, that, I was like, yeah, hell? I'm thinking of the wrong team. That's my fault. I'm sorry. <clears throat> All right, now let's pay, move on to one of the two teams that are actually playing that's tomorrow. That's what I was. <laughs> I what I was expecting to move on to. That's why I was gonna ask that. But obviously, I done fucked up. <laughs> So moving on to their the comparison between their current roster and their 05-06 roster. Uh, current roster, uh, Trevor Turvinen, Sebastian Ajo, Seth Jarvis, Martin Nikas, Vincent Trocek, Andrei Svechkinov, Nino Niederreiter, Jordan Stahl, Jesper Fast, and rattling off the bottom bottom line, Jordan Martin Cook, Jasper Kokniemi, and Max Domi. I mean, just looking at some of these names... From the, from the Odies, Eric Stahl, Justin Williams, Corey Stillman, Rod Brendamore, uh, Eric Hall, Matt Cullen. I think without, without question, the, the Odies take the forward. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Prime Air, Andrew Ladd. Um, when, you, uh, you got Manis, you got Martin Gerber. When you have the current coach <laughs> playing against his team yeah. and the Stahl brother matchup that we've seen plenty of times yeah, prime, in the past. Prime Eric Stahl, Prime Brendamore, Prime Ray Whitney. That's another one that I've read yeah. past. That's... That's no question going to the old yeah. Carolina's Yeah, well, this was where I was going to ask that Carolina question. This is very, very similar. I mean, going, going to the decor, I think this is just like Tampa. You go with the current Carolina yeah. decor. Yep. I mean, some of these uh, oldies on the decor, I mean, there's there's some of them that are that are mentionable with uh, uh, Mike Commodore, uh, uh, what was it, where is it, Aaron Ward, and you got um, Danny Richmond. Those are some, some bigger defenseman mm-hmm. names. What are, you going up, what are you going up against? You know, Pesce, Psyche, however she is, last name. Ske, yeah. Ske. Uh, D'Angelo, who's been an absolute bum. Slavin. Slavin, Ian Cohen, Brendan Smith rounded out the decor. I mean, the current decor is where it's really strong. <clears throat> the the, the goaltending is where it's tough. Yeah. Cam, you're talking about Cam Ward in his prime, very young at the time. He was 21, 22 when he won. I think, yeah. I think and then, then Martin Gerber as well, compared to now we have what? Freddie Anderson and Antti Ranta. Yeah. I'm gonna, okay, here's where I was going to ask that question. Will Anderson and Ranta be able to hold strong tomorrow versus the Island or the, yeah, the Islands, the Rangers? I think, honestly, tomorrow, yeah, it all depends on who you yeah. If they win tomorrow, so, you got to take Anderson. And, but if, so, if they lose this where you would probably say Cam Ward and Martin Gerber. But it's it's a tough one. I'm going to go current, to be honest. I mean, you're going to go young, 21-year-old Cam Ward. As much, as much respect I have going, for him. Going into still his not even in the, yeah, just, just entering his prime, as just much, coming fresh off of a cup win. As much respect I have for Cam Ward, i got to go the current. i got I got to go the Ranta and um, Anderson line. Yeah, for Fred, Fred Anderson is unbelievable. He is. And Ranta, so. as the backup, is one of those players where... He is, you know, very flexible and he's very nimble. He's not afraid to reach out and grab a puck. Yeah. You know, we've all seen that man flex like Stretch Armstrong, all four, all limbs out stretched to grab a fucking puck. What What was the old toy we used to paint back in the day where it was a solid body? That but was like Stretch limbs. Armstrong. Oh, the Stretch Armstrong. Okay. That, that's what I was making the reference to. Okay. Because you would stretch his arms, stretch his legs, but his, you know, core would stay stiff. Stays. That's where I said he has that stretch Armstrong ability where he can stretch out all four limbs. He's like fucking Mrs. Incredible. 
He can stretch out all four limbs and grab a hockey puck from whatever he wants, but at the same time, he has that solid core where if he needs to move, he can block a shot. Even if he's out like this, if he's out arms and legs yeah. out, he can block a shot with his chest like it's no one's business. Yeah. All right, let's move on. The vast team of the five teams, the Blue Hills from New York, uh, comparing the 1993 team to their current team. Uh, let's start backwards. Their their goaltending duo. Obviously, current uh, present day they have Igor uh, Shosturkin and Alexander uh, Gorgiev. Oops. In their prime, they got uh, Mike Richter. Oh, Mike Richter! I forgot about And him. Glenn Healy. I think. Yeah, I mean, you, I think you got to go with. You got to go with the old. Yeah, I forgot Mike about Richter, Mike Richter. Yeah. It well, it depends. Are we going to see first four games against the Penguins, Igor? Or are we going to see more recently, Igor? Are, are we going to see PPG, Igor? Or are we going to see MSG, Igor? <laughs> yeah. All right, Swiss let's G's. let's say yeah, it's I, PPG. I go All right, let's say it's I mean, PPG, I Igor. Go with I was going to say, let's say it's PPG, Igor. Does that change your e opinion no, at all? E either or. You're going to go Mike Richter. With, I think I said Gardner. Mike Richter, sorry. Yeah, you're going to go with Richter either way. Whether yeah. you see yeah. a, a shitty Igor yeah. and PPG, or you're going to see a yeah. solid, you know, MSG Igor. Yeah, yeah absolutely. All right, blue line. Uh, Ryan Lingreen, Adam Fox, Keandre Miller, uh, Jacob Truva, Justin Braun, and Braden Schneider. Okay. And some, some of the defensemen from the old team, you got Jeff Bukaboom, Peter Anderson, Brian Leach, Doug Linzer, Kevin Lowe, uh, you got Joby Messier, and uh, Matthias Nordstrom. I mean, I can only imagine that um, Bukaboom and Leach being on that first line pairing. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm, it's it's tough. Again, we're going to go back to the, the Kiel McCarr you know, debate. Adam exactly. Fox obviously is you know, yeah. a Norris Trophy Adam, winner. Adam Fox or Brian Leach is pretty much what it comes down to. I'm going to yeah. take Brian Leach. I'm, as much, I'm going to say Brian Leach as well, yeah. specifically just yeah. because next to already what? I think Bukaboom won two or three cups with the Oilers previously, and then he came over to New York and won another one. Yeah, I mean, not a not a big name. He only played, I think, five or six hundred games in the league. But yeah, put, put up, put up, didn't put up great numbers. But I mean, he played behind Mark Wayne Gretzky, Yari Curry for the longest time. Yeah. So I mean, he that, he's definitely someone you can like lean on, be like, okay, now we we did he shit. Has, he has that greatest playing yeah. behind the greatest hockey player to ever put the skates on. He has that experience. He can say I that. I was gonna ask if you were Bill Weathers because he's always asking for people to lean on him. <laughs> All right, moving on to the four core. Uh, we got current teams, Chris Kreider, Savannah Chad, Vitaro, Panera Brid, Strom Kopp, Lafreniere, the first round bust, uh, Chidal Kako, Mott, Rooney, and the big badass himself, Ryan, Mr. Ryan Reeves. Yeah. And I was able to find what looks like could have possibly been the top line for the Rangers, the 94 Rangers, being Mark Messier, Adam Graves, and Mike Gartner. Well, you also got to remember Phil Burke was a part of that. I mean, yeah, I think yeah, he was probably second line then. He might he so may have switched still, up and switched up and down you, in the first line depending well, on injuries. Also, you have names Phil Bork, Adam Reeves, and that's Adam Graves. Adam, did you? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't hear that. But still, that's a that's a tough first line between I mean, each I, of them. I mean, with Messier and Graves alone, I think they take that. Yeah. First line. I was, so I, we're gonna. I, I think all around, personally, the '93 Rangers yeah. all throughout the lineup all is gonna beat. Yeah. The yeah, current roster. Yeah. I mean, there, there's definitely some arguments for for defensive core, but I mean, yeah. I mean, forward, forward defensive core. I think the oldies win. Oldies the defensive win. Yeah. Or the oldies. Yeah. Sorry. I agree. The oldies are gonna <laughs> take it. Yeah. The Rangers. I think the oldies team in general is is the champion there. Yeah. All right. 
that'll do it. This week's episode, another, well, I guess not another short week, but, no, shorter comparatively. Again, follow us on social media if you haven't. Seriously, guys, what the fuck are you doing? Peace out, guys. See ya. Deuces.